What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Be the market one trade at a time. All right, in today's episode, we're going to be going over some of the market movers. Um, so it's going to be a very interesting week that we have ahead of us. Um, last week was definitely a very interesting week. Um, this week, we have some earnings that are coming up, but there are also some stocks uh, with some very important news uh, that I'm going to be shedding light on in this episode. Uh, so the first one we have on here um, is ticker sign OXY, which is Occidental uh, Petroleum. Uh, why this one is so interesting is that Warren Buffett, uh, one of the most popular investors himself, uh, is definitely taking an interest into uh, Occidental Petroleum. Uh, he just got permission to buy 50% of the company, uh, which is an oil giant company, uh, with Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, so we got the approval to buy 50% of Occidental Petroleum, uh, and this was approved on July 11th. Uh, by the Federal Energy Regulation Commission to buy more than uh, more of the oil company's common stock in secondary market transaction. Um, and so I think it's very important to look at this play um, and a lot of things that the large investors and hedge funds are doing uh, because it can definitely help you um, as small retail traders to determine what plays out there are being made. And so OXY Occidental Petroleum is a very interesting company. Uh, one reason why it's so interesting is because they have carbon capture, uh, which is basically ca- capturing carbon emissions. Um, and that's something that a lot of oil companies are going to be starting to get into. We have already seen the growth of EVs um, as we get closer to 2030. Um, and so you see the ramp up of GM for American companies, Tesla, which is still a really great company. You've seen Ford start to come out with some electric vehicles themselves. Uh, so a lot of companies are starting to ramp up their EV um companies to try to cut back on emissions. Um, and then for oil companies, you'll probably start to see ExxonMobil um, and some of the other oil companies jump into the carbon capture. OXY, to my knowledge, is one of the biggest uh, companies that's gotten into carbon capture, uh, but there are a lot of tax benefits that can come with carbon capture. So I think it's interesting to look at OXY. Next, we have uh, GCT, which is Gig Cloud Technology. Uh, they had an IPO last week. Um, definitely a very interesting company overall. Um, as far as IPOs are concerned, it came out around $17 uh, when it first started and then kind of shot up to end the week uh, or end the day at around $40-something. I'm going to be going over that one later on uh, with the charts, but definitely a very interesting company to look at. Um, as far as IPOs are concerned, there are a lot of big IPO companies that have been out in the past. Some of them shoot up. Um, and then immediately go down, kind of a pump and dump, and then they go over gradually over time. But this one kind of seemed to stay up uh, even after it opened up. So definitely going to be interesting. and going to have a lot of volume with that one um, as the market opens up. Next, we have Tesla. Tesla is always in the news uh, with something going on. Um, Definitely going to be looking at some Tesla news uh, as the market starts to shape up. They are in a little bit of a bearish downward trend. Uh, they did fall down significantly. As far as Tesla is concerned, the stock moves, you know, can have drastic moves of like hundreds of dollars um, in a day. So it kind of fell probably around twenty to thirty dollar range uh, in the past week. So I don't think that's too dramatic as far as how fast Tesla can move based off just one article, one news, or something that Elon Musk is doing, a tweet. Uh, anything can really help move the stock. To me, it's one of the most volatile plays that is out there. Next, we have uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, which is something I think everyone should be looking at. It ran up significantly last week, um, and so a lot of people were able to take advantage of that, but then it fell back down as uh, one of the large investors of Bed Bath & Beyond actually sold off a lot of his shares. Uh, so we'll be going over that 
uh, price-wise later on in the episode as well. So jumping into earnings, uh, so we have some earnings to watch for this week. Uh, we have NVIDIA, which is going to be having the earnings on Wednesday. Uh, also on Wednesday, we have Salesforce. Uh, so NVIDIA is ticker on NVDA. Salesforce is ticker on CRM. Um, and then on Monday, um, we have Zoom, uh, ticker on ZM. We also have, uh, and lastly, we have on Wednesday as well, we have Snowflake, uh, which is ticker on SNOW. And then on Thursday, we have Peloton, ticker on PTON. Uh, so Peloton is definitely going to be an interesting one, uh, especially with um, the market kind of going down and the company struggling as much as they have uh, with trying to get sales of their um, bikes out, um, changing management. There have been a lot of movement that's gone on with Peloton in general. Uh, Salesforce is definitely one to look for as well. It's very interesting. Uh, a lot of companies use Salesforce, so it's definitely a company to look at. Uh, you have Snowflake, uh, which is also going to be another company to look at um, in the uh, as they continue to ramp up uh, in the cybersecurity space. Uh, you have NVIDIA, uh, which is one that uh, Nancy Pelosi herself actually was invested in. But as the semiconductor uh, you know, conversation continues to come up, NVIDIA is definitely going to be one to look at. Um, now, they did benefit from a lot of people getting into crypto mining. Uh, crypto mining has kind of died down a little bit as far as uh, retail traders is concerned. Uh, but as far as institutions, there's still a lot of companies that do uh, crypto trading. Also, you have to bear in mind that Ethereum is moving September 15th from proof of work to proof of stake. So that may be something to look at um, as far as NVIDIA is concerned. That may actually affect the price of NVIDIA. So there are a lot of other external factors to look at uh, when going into NVIDIA, uh, like the crypto aspect, as well as um, you know large bills and stuff being passed that can help NVIDIA. Lastly, you have Zoom. Zoom to me is kind of the wild card here which is trading on the ticker sign ZM. Uh, but Zoom, there are a lot of people who actually uh, still use Zoom and may think Zoom is going to be one that's going to be here for a while. Uh, they definitely helped uh, a lot of companies kind of ramp up during the pandemic. A lot of people still use Zoom from content creators to companies. Uh, and then uh, the other one is Microsoft Teams. So it's either Zoom or Microsoft Teams that I've seen majority of people use, uh, depending on where you work or what avenue you use. Uh, but definitely a very interesting stock to look at. Uh, overall. So hopefully that information helped you all out. Uh, let's jump into some of the charts and see what's going on with these plays and what kind of levels that I'm going to be looking at for this week uh, so that you all can potentially be taking advantage of these. Uh, bear in mind, this is not where you end your due diligence. Just make sure that you do some more due diligence um, at the end of the week. All the earnings plays are going to be very volatile, especially some of the ones like OXY, OXY is also very volatile, especially considering 50% of it is going to be bought by uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Hathaway, um, That's going to be a large contribution of it. Um, and so if you're familiar with like any low float stocks or any stocks in general, having someone buy such a large amount of stocks in general uh, is not really leaving many out there for other institutions or other people to trade. And for a person like Warren Buffett to be buying such a large portion of a stock um, or having such a large position of a stock, 50%, he's not the only one that has the uh, money or capital to do so. There are other large institutions that really just follow where Warren Buffett is putting money. So maybe something to look at for a potential options trade or just something to uh, potentially day trade or get benefit from uh, in that moment. So definitely momentum uh, from where the whales put their money is something to look at uh, in every single market. So let's jump to the charts. All right, so let's talk about OXY, Occidental Petroleum. 
Uh, so looking at the chart, uh, we can see they hit a high last week of $72.49. Uh, if we're looking at this chart, we can see that VWAP um, is still pretty low uh, on them overall. We can see their moving average 10 uh, for the week is around $71.20. Moving average 20 uh, is around $70.97. And the moving average 50 is around $70.94. So jumping into where they ended uh, in the week, they ended at $71.29. Overall, I think this is still a bullish play um, for this coming week. Going to be looking at 72.49 as a level, a resistance level. Um, definitely going to potentially surpass that, especially considering uh, the fact that Warren Buffett's uh, Berkshire Hathaway will be buying 50% of the company. I suspect it's probably going to go way past the 72.49 level. But nonetheless, definitely going to be looking to see where it ends up at the end of the week. But I think overall, OXY, uh, Occidental Petroleum is going to be a good play, uh, especially for the long term as well uh, with the uh, Inflation Reduction Act um, and their carbon capture uh, program that they have for Occidental Petroleum. They could definitely benefit from some tax benefits uh, from the uh, carbon capture program that they currently have. Next, let's talk about uh, GigaCloud Technology. Uh, now, their IPO was last week. Um, it definitely uh, shot up significantly. We're all the way up to $60. Uh, we don't really have you know, that good of a metric for the 50, uh, moving our 50, 20, and 10. Uh, but the VWAP was down around $44.95. And it shot up significantly, ending uh, at $48.01. Uh, next week, going to be looking to see if it can retest the $60 level. Uh, now, IPOs are very volatile. Uh, they do shoot up significantly, um, you know, when they first come out. Um, it started around this $15.11 level, um, and then shot all the way up to $60, being the high for the day that it was open, and then shooting down to $48.01. Uh, it had a bottom around $42, so that's going to be the low, uh, the range that I'm going to be looking at for GCT or Giga, Giga Cloud Technology is going to be, be between $42 and $60. Uh, so that's going to be the range that I'm going to be looking at for if it hits $42 um, as the market opens, I'm going to see if it can bounce off of that level and jump back up uh, to then test the 4801. If it starts to go up from the 4801, a next level to look at is going to be uh, around 5449 or 54 even. Um, if it surpasses that resistance level, then going to be looking at $60 even. So uh, it can go one of two ways uh, when the market opens. It is a new play, uh, so there may be some people who didn't get uh, to jump into this one, it IPO'd later, like towards the end of the week. Um, I think it was last Thursday it IPO'd or last Friday it IPO'd. So very fresh stock uh, out there in the market. Uh, it is a Chinese-based company, uh, so very volatile uh, from that perspective. Uh, but definitely going to have a lot of volume around this one as people try to trade uh, this new play. Next, let's talk about Tesla. Uh, so Tesla... Um, had a pretty interesting week last week. It was very volatile, um, kind of all over the place. Uh, so we see on the 19th, they were around $912.30, fell all the way down to a low last week of $877.53, then jumped back up to a high of uh, $892.10. Uh, overall, I would say they're still bullish, um, jumping from this $877.53 level uh, on the 19th, jumping all the way up to end the week. Um, at around uh, $89 even, uh, $890 even. 
Uh, so definitely going to be looking to see if it can retest 892.10. Uh, but then what we really want is to see if it can get back up to this uh, 912 or 919.50 level uh, that it began uh, the week at. Um, there are a lot of news coming out uh, for Tesla overall. Uh, there's a lot of things they're doing. Uh, I saw an article about Taiwan potentially. Um, not Taiwan. Uh, it was either Taiwan or Vietnam trying to get... Um, no, it was Indonesia. Indonesia trying to get um, Tesla to build a factory um, in their country. So Indonesia, if they had a gigafactory, would definitely uh, help their entire economy. Uh, but I think it's you know pretty interesting to have countries uh, be asking a company if they will come and make vehicles in their country. So uh, just shows you how popular Tesla is. Overall, they do have a Gigafactory Berlin, they have Gigafactory China, uh, they have a factory in Texas. So, um, and their headquarters, uh, or their headquarters was in California. I don't know if they still have their offices in California, uh, but they did move to Texas. So, I'm going to be looking to see how uh, that performs. Uh, new battery technology is coming out for Tesla as well. So, that's also going to be very interesting. A lot of different catalysts coming out for Tesla as a whole. Uh, they also could take advantage of, um, you know, seeing a lot of people having, uh, getting into EVs. That's one thing. Uh, there's a new tax credit out for uh, new EV owners. So that's something um, as well that people can be benefiting from. Uh, but overall, I think uh, Tesla could have another bullish potential. Uh, everyone that I've seen that have gone against Tesla uh, as far as making a bear case for it uh, have just basically been destroyed. Um, you know, looking at Tesla, they have so many different things going on, but the stock is so volatile. The volatility is the thing that a lot of people can't really predict. Um, even I've seen, you know, some people hedge fund wise will say, Hey, the stock's going down, but then the next day it shoots back up. So, uh, overall, you know, the volatility, there's so many people following it. Their entire YouTube channel is dedicated to Tesla. Um, that's the only stock that they follow, the only company they report. So it kind of has a cult following itself as well as their CEO, Elon Musk has his own cult following. Uh, so I think it's kind of a win-win case for this stock. Uh, I think it's going to be bullish potential for this one. I think this was a low. A lot of people entered this point at 877.53, um, and they'll continue to go up as more news comes out. Next, we have BBBY, which is Bed Bath & Beyond. Um, started off around 1890. Um, so on the 18th, it was around $18.90. Fell all the way down to $10.26. Uh, down below the VWAP. Uh, so the view ups around $11.18. That's going to be a resistance level that I'm going to be looking at uh, for next week. Fell to 11.03. Uh, if it can break through uh, in pre-market trading uh, above this 11.18, I think it may have potential to continue to run up. Uh, now a lot of people, you know, sold out. Um, the levels I'm be looking for is if in the morning it when it opens it jumps above this $11.18 level, and then breaks through that level and goes all the way up to $12.55. That's going to be an amazing level to look at. Um, definitely going to be looking to see uh, volume wise on the volume scanners to see how many people are jumping into this play um, and taking advantage of it potentially going back up um, after uh, this large fall off. So uh, we kind of have like the middle of a dead cat bounce from this 1026 uh, jumping up to the current levels uh, of 1103 where it's at. The moving average uh, 50 uh, is at $10.61, and the moving average uh, 20 is at $10.83. So those are two levels to look for as well. Uh, if it does reverse and start to go back down, those are going to be two resistance levels, 1083 and a 1061. 
Next, we have NVIDIA, uh, which is going to be uh, giving their earnings next week. Um, it's definitely something to look at um, as well. They are on a pretty bit of a low uh, level, hitting a low of 177.70, but ending the week at 178.49, uh, well below um, the moving average 50 and the moving average uh, 20. Uh, moving average 20 is at uh, 178.76. Moving average 50 is at 178.86. Uh, 179.42 is a level uh, of a high, kind of a peak level. That's going to be something to look for um, to go back up uh, before or during the earnings. And going to be looking to see how uh, some of the numbers are coming out for NVIDIA. Uh, another level, if it surpasses this 179.96, which is the VWAP, uh, going to be looking to see if it can hit 188.18. 188.18 is going to be a next level uh, that I'm going to be looking at for NVIDIA. Overall, I think uh, their numbers shall be good, um, you know, reasonable uh it did start going down because they came out with like a preview of what was going on um and you know they were saying their gaming numbers had went down uh, and then also crypto mining is going down so their gaming numbers is kind of what really hit the market extremely hard and was extremely difficult for um the company and so that's something that a lot of people were kind of you know hoping for as far as uh monetary value was concerned to see if it can jump back up but it didn't perform as well as it did so when the earnings actually come out definitely gonna be looking to see how they perform next we have zoom uh zoom like i said again was a wild card uh hitting a low of 9913 uh and a high of 115 uh gonna be looking to see how they perform uh 104 12 um it's kind of a high peak level so i'm gonna say between 9881 and 104.12 is definitely in a good range to look at uh, for the company overall. Lots of fluctuation going on with this one. They did end at 99.50 um, and they went down 13 cents after hours, uh, which is not too bad. 99.37 is where they ended. Going to be looking to see first if uh, there's some momentum with this one, if they could break through 9981 uh, and then break through 10, uh, 115. So those are going to be two key levels looking for in the pre-market uh, when the market opens for Zoom. Like I said, they do have their earnings on Monday, so that's going to be something uh, a crucial uh, one to look at as well. Uh, I think overall, Zoom's going to do well uh, financially. I think that uh, they've kind of been like an underdog, in my personal opinion, just because the pandemic uh, is kind of under wraps doesn't mean people stop using Zoom. I think Zoom and Microsoft Teams, like I said earlier, are still really good plays um, as far as, you know, the way or the new normal that people have experienced with communicating. A lot of businesses use them um, and a lot of uh, entrepreneurs use them. Just people in general use them for meetings uh, and it's become kind of a new way of life. Next, we have Salesforce, uh, tickers on CRM. They are on a bullish upward trend. Uh, from a low of 181.85, jumping up to 184.04, in the week at 183.77. Uh, so they're well above their moving average, uh, well above the VWAP um, and the moving average 20 and moving average 50. So moving average 50 is 183.56, VWAP uh, is at 183.03, and the moving average 20 is at 183.71. So 183.77, definitely above that. I'm uh, going to be looking to see if they can test this 183.80, which is their moving average 10. Uh, if they can go through and break through that level, um, going to be looking at 184.04 as the next level. Um, and then going to be looking at a peak, uh, which seems that they've had a peak uh, at 188.56. That's going to be the next key level going to be looking at. So definitely be looking at um, Salesforce. Um, I think a lot of good things.
things are coming from there. I think their earnings is going to be good as well. Uh, but will it meet market expectations or beat market expectations or will it be below? Uh, that's yet to be seen. Peloton uh, is definitely one that I think a couple people are going to be looking at um, overall. Um, I don't think people are really expecting much to come out of Peloton. I think people think Peloton is basically uh, done. They have a lot of uh, you know corporate things to kind of figure out uh, with their product and what they're doing. Uh, $14.32 was their uh, high that they had. Um, and so they fell to a low of twelve twenty-nine, or of eleven thirty-six. Excuse me, eleven thirty-six. Um, and so they ended at eleven seventy-one. Twelve seventy-two is going to be a key level that I'm going to be looking at for um, Peloton as we continue to shape up in this market. Uh, going to be looking to see if it can hit this level and what it'll do overall. Uh, but overall, I think Peloton may have some positive news because there's not really much that the market is expecting for Peloton. So I think any good news, even though it may be small, minute good news, will be good news for the company in general. And lastly, we have Snow, ticker sign SNOW. Uh, for Snowflake, um, they hit a low of 151.63. I think overall, they have bullish potential as well. Uh, hitting a high of 154.53, that's going to be the level that I'm looking at for the pre-market uh, as they get closer to um, their earnings. They're going to be looking at a level of 162.70. I think overall the sentiment for Snowflake may be bullish. Uh, overall, even though it did fall $1.14 in the after hours uh, to end at 152.80, um, this level is kind of a convergence of the moving average uh, 50 uh, 20 and 10, they're all kind of at the same level. So I think it's going to be interesting uh, as this is setting up to be a resistance. I think it may bounce off of this since this is kind of the convergence of three different moving averages. Uh, may bounce off this level and jump back up to hit uh, this 154.53. And if it does go back up to 154.53, they're going to be looking at 162.70. So hopefully that information helped you all uh, to make a more informed decision. Those are going to be plays that I'm looking at this week. going to be a very interesting week. Uh, a lot of plays out there in the market. Uh, hope everybody has a great rest of the week, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.